Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and this is Reset. Crime, corruption, COVID. It's easy to feel down when you listen to the news. But Block Club Chicago's weekly podcast, It's All Good, wants to focus instead on the positive by celebrating Chicagoans who are doing something good for their neighborhood. With Thanksgiving just a week away, we thought it would be nice to share some of that good news that we can all be thankful for. And here to do that is the host of the It's All Good podcast, John Hansen. John, you wear a lot of hats in this town. Uh, besides this podcast, you're also a fill-in host at WGN Radio. You're the stadium MC for the Chicago Blackhawks, too. So tell us how you got involved with It's All Good. Well, I worked for Block Club Chicago's predecessor, DNA Info Chicago, and we covered many of the same stories that Block Club did. But the stories I loved to work on the most were the good news ones, the ones that told the story about your neighbor who's doing inspiring things and you never know about it unless a reporter dug it up and found it for you. So after a few years uh, working in TV and radio and still doing some of the other things you mentioned, you know, I talked with the Block Club folks who had always wanted to do a podcast since they launched about three years ago. And when we were just kind of brainstorming, you know, there's, there's a lot of podcasts out there. There's shows like yours that do such great work. It's like, what's the niche that we can find? And we started about a year into COVID, about six or seven months ago. And the unanimous result from our editors and who we chatted with were, how about we give people 20 minutes of a break of some good news, of a reason to smile? And that's how It's All Good was born. So tell us what kind of stories you're personally attracted to. Like, what stories really capture your attention? Well, and I, it's the neighbors. It's the everyday Chicagoans, right? And that term gets thrown around a lot. But I've always been of the belief that, well, of course, there's important political and criminal news to cover, that 99.9% of our city are good people just trying to get by. So, like, this one story, this one we had for episode 23 just a couple weeks ago, uh, 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 Kamaka Champion. She lives on the south side, and she opened up a yarn store in the Beverly neighborhood. And you might think, oh, okay, that sounds cool. But when you actually talked with her, when you actually dug in with her, she's had this dream for 15 years. She raised five kids. They didn't have the money 15 years ago or the time to be able to do this, but she kept on working on it. Literally, it was a plan on her shelf that was gathering dust, but she built a community of church of women and men who love to stitch. And after 15 years, she was driving on Mother's Day down 95th Street and saw a for rent sign at a store that she thought would be perfect. And through the summer, worked on it. She opened on Labor Day. It's called Miss Pearl on 95th Street in the Beverly neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And just hearing her get emotional about this journey was moving to me. And those are the stories I love to talk about. Well, like Kamaka Champion, you you know, you've done a lot of stories about small business owners with big dreams, John. So tell me about 21 Pineapples. That was a good episode. This is is also out of the Beverly neighborhood. Uh, Nate and Holly Simon Holly is a mom of five kids. Her youngest son is Nate. When Nate was born 18 years ago, the doctors quickly realized he had Down syndrome and told Holly that they were sorry. Well, she was in the hospital, and she realized pretty quickly after meeting Nate and holding him that there was nothing to be sorry about. Obviously, it hasn't been the easiest life with uh, uh, differential uh, abilities, but 
over the years, they've really tried to find ways to find Nate a groove. And he turned 18. He's going to a local occupational business school. And they decided to launch 21 pineapples, which is uh, 21 represents the 21st chromosome. And uh, it's basically a, a shirt business, a hat business, promoting um, not only really cool styles and Hawaiian shirts that Nate has always worn in his uh, closet, but also giving Nate a chance to be a CEO of a business. And Holly was like, look, uh, he's got four siblings who are going to help take care of him forever. But as he grows up, he should have something of his own for when I'm not there, a legacy. So not only is it a way to, you know, raise the money for him to run a business, good for him, but also to continue to spread that positivity. That's incredible. You've uh, talked about Anna Sierra, who started a women's basketball league. Uh, You also profiled Stephanie Hart, who's the owner of Brown Sugar Bakery, right? Yeah, and Stephanie Hart is amazing. It's one of those bummer ones where I did it over Zoom. I wish I I could have gone to the store and tasted some of the chocolate cake. But yeah, right, (laughs) Uh, which I'm sure a lot of us have had. Uh, But yeah, Anna Sierra, someone who is not a Chicago native. And that's what I also love about these stories. I think a lot of people try and tell stories about Chicagoans who have lived there forever. And we have those, too. But Anna's a transplant from New York. And she didn't see women's basketball leagues here in Chicago. So she rolled up her sleeves and said, I'm going to start my own. So she's a player on a team. She's a captain of a team. but She runs the league, too. She swears the refs don't give her any preference. But it's really grown. And it's more than just women playing basketball. It's little girls coming to watch them play basketball, helping them set up the hoop being a part of the league in some capacity. And it's just grown and grown. And now she's turned that into her sole business. That's nice. Uh, John, you, you've done a lot of stories, too, about Chicagoans who identify something that can be improved. Like, So instead of complaining about it, they go ahead and try to make some sort of change happen. I want to highlight some of those, too. Like, for instance, um, artist Heyman Cross and, and a bunch of teenagers, uh, they brought a mini golf course back to life. Yeah. Yeah, this was in the Douglas Park neighborhood. There was a mini golf course that had been unused and dilapidated for so long. And, you know, these West Side teens were looking for something to do, and they teamed up with this artist who really led them on not just like, a, oh, we're going to fly in, or we're going to change around this mini golf course. No, they have spent years designing it and doing it right. They were inspired by the birds that migrated through Douglas Park, and the artist said, okay, well, let's work that as the theme. And then they worked with local business owners and local uh, producers to actually make up mock uh, versions of the mini golf course, learn how to do that, and then build it, to really build it, to last for another generation. And talking with not only Heyman, but some of these teens, just knowing that they contributed something to the neighborhood. It's a mini golf course. Let's not say it's you know changing the world, but it is changing the neighborhood, right? And they are just like, my kids are going to be playing mini golf on this course. And to hear an 18 or a 19-year-old with that much depth of thought, of course, it was really cool. And just knowing that we're talking about generational changes in some of these stories, too. And one of the podcast episodes highlights a Chicago dad who's a longtime skateboarder, Enrique, or Enrico, Hufana. Uh, He transformed uh, an abandoned storefront in a skateboard park so that his son and neighborhood kids could have something to do in the cold weather. I want to play a bit from your conversation with him. I hit the ground running, started building some ramps, and was really more excited that I get to skate during the winter and my son and some friends because that's like unheard of in Chicago. John, what has talking to all these people taught you? about how you can make a positive impact in your own community. Yeah, that's a great point. And Enrico is a great subject. Another person, and there's many others, who 
you know, through COVID, saw an opening to do something different. He says that he would have never come up with that idea if it wouldn't have been for the pandemic situation. Of course, we'd trade it all back for pretty normal life, but to see a silver lining, I think it's that. I think that we are a resilient bunch here in Chicago, whether you're new or you've been here forever. I think that we look for positives. We look for things to do, and we don't boast about it. We have so many stories of Block Club Chicago where neighbors have to write to us to tell us about something that their neighbor's doing that would never tell us about it themselves. Or neighbors who write to us and say, I never knew that this person who literally lived on the other side of the wall was baking 10,000 meals for folks that need a little bit of help through uh, this food you know, crisis that we're in through COVID-19. And I think that's what, I don't know, maybe that's how it is across all the Midwest. But we don't boast a lot about all the things that we do. And just knowing that in every door, every house, every business, there's a story. And it's just really fun to dig in. And it inspires me. Well, John, you know what I think is also a a great touch on the podcast is that you allow listeners to call in. And uh, they can weigh in with whatever good news they have. Right? Yeah. Yeah. We had a caller uh, on our hotline just uh, yesterday, uh, or excuse me, last week, talking about how he's cancer-free. And like just hearing him talk about it made me tear up a bit. And I think that there was something that made me feel different after hearing that. I think that good news, you know, not that it's sparse, but, you know, we are clouded by a lot of other things, rightfully so. But just even hearing a little bit of everyday Chicago and sharing a minute of that is awesome. And people can uh, send us an email of a voice memo if they want, uh, podcast at blockclubshy.org. Uh, and we got the uh, phone line, too. You can reach out to us uh, as well. Well, on Reset, you know, we also try to give – our listeners some good news whenever we can. But unlike what you're doing, you know, it's not all good news all the time. So I wonder how you balance the two. How do you stay aware of what's actually going on in the world while also remaining focused on positives? It's a great point. And look, we have a great staff at Block Club Chicago, as you know, who covers everything, the good, bad, and the ugly of our city. And it is interesting because there are a lot of stories that, you know, end up good or have this good element to it, but they're not, you know, I don't want to say good the whole time. We talked to Melissa Hernandez, who started the Puerto Rico Project. She spent her early childhood here in Chicago uh, involved in trafficking and drugs. And it's that journey of her getting out of it that is the story that we want to tell. So, yeah, there's a lot of other things going on. I'm really glad that we have a whole staff uh, that writes about it and can read about it. And, you know, maybe we'll expand into that world next. But um, I think actually the hardest part for me is actually picking out which of the good stories we have because there are so many of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, it is, it is a balance. You're right. And it's not always good news. But for 20 minutes on Thursday, it is. <laughs> well, wait, we are looking ahead to Thanksgiving. So I wonder before we go, John, do you have any more good news that you can share with folks? around the oh, Thanksgiving table next week? Yeah, well, tomorrow's episode is funny. You played uh, the clip from Enrico. That was way back in episode four. Episode 26 tomorrow highlights Skate, which is a women-led collective featuring a lot of black skateboarders and LGBTQ plus skateboarders and their gatherings and the fun they have. And also our Thanksgiving episode, we're trying to get as many Chicagoans to call in with the Chicagoan that they're most thankful for, whether it's a neighbor, nonprofit, or whatever the case may be. They can call in to uh, 312-772-5756 and just leave us a quick voicemail. Uh, let us know who their Chicagoan that they're most thankful for is. And uh, we'll play that on our Thanksgiving episode. Awesome. And when do new episodes drop? Thursday, early morning, every Thursday. 
That is John Hansen. He's host of Block Club Chicago's It's All Good podcast. Thank you for you know reminding us that there's a lot to be thankful for, John. Well, that's it for today's Reset, and you can hear more great stories by subscribing to this podcast. And while you're at it, give us a rating. It helps listeners find us. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Thanks for listening. We'll meet again tomorrow. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.